Dear Dad, I tried not to make the ink all watery as I write to you because I miss Aika so much already. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta do some sweet flips. Uh, see your friend prove themselves to their mom and that they've got a heart of gold and the flying skills to match. Win the air show and see your friend get their dream job and then ride off into the sunset with the crystal onyx. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a great day. Definitely one for the scrapbook, right, Celie? <laughs> we're still on the way to Shimeji Town, and now we're traveling on Route 16. Who knows what will happen next? I don't. Pearl, it is a lovely morning. <laughs> As Seely hits snooze on Murray the Diglet. Oh, it's funny for being underground. How does Murray know when the sun's out? He's just in his pokeball next to next to my bed. Diggly dig, Murray, five minutes, please. That's all I'm asking. And she shoves her pillow on her head. Seely <laughs> pops him again. Snooze. Or. Uh. Five minutes later. Diggly dig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she stands up, hair straight up, and uh, turns Murray off. Ma major bedhead. You put Murray back in the Pokeball. Oh, he always was. Oh, It's just like an alarm clock, and he pops up from the Pokeball. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. And then when you snooze him, you push him down, and the click. Oh, my God. That's the snooze. <laughs> I've invented it. It's called the Murray alarm clock. Malarm. Malarm. <laughs> Tickly dick, Murray! I, oh, I, will, I, you, will you turn it off? I got it, Luca! Tickly dick! Okay, Murray, how are you? Good morning. Tickly dick! Okay, okay. <laughs> Tickly dick! Murray, please, I'm up. Here, just take this. And Pearl hands Murray a TM for Sandstorm. Like, just play with it. It's like keys. Handing a, handing a small infant keys. Play with this. <laughs> okay, so you, uh... Hand Murray the TM, and um, Murray does not have hands to to grab it with, as it's just a little boop that pops out of the ground. But you do load the TM into your Pokey Gear and teach Murray Sandstorm. All right, you're officially we're done. We're done with the alarm clock for right now, okay? Tick with tick. Oh God, stop. love you. Stop. Okay, love you, buddy. I'm I'm, I'm putting you in my pocket now. <laughs> Good morning, Seely. Order, or. I had a really weird dream. Or, or, or. Hold on, let me think of something. <laughs> hmm, or, or, or. As Seely puts on some reading glasses and, like, you know, pulls out a couch for you to land on him. Or, or, or. I had a dream that we were both in a round cylinder shape. And it turned out that it was an ice cream cone. And we looked up and we were in the empty cone. And then the ice cream came down upon us. Or, 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 or. I know, right? Or, 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 or. Maybe it's a frosty day. You're right. Or, or. Morning, Luca. Good morning, Pearl. <sighs> are you done with the diglet? Are we, are we getting up? Are we moving now? It's happening. Diglet, dig. Thanks, Murray. That's all I wanted. Continue weaving your story. Cut to later. It's a lovely morning. <laughs> And you and Luca are making your way east on Route 16. Luca and Tufus are in the SS Speedmeister alongside you and Seely, who are riding on top of the Crystal Onyx. People are taking notice. Are you sure you don't want to hop on, Luca? What? No, it's it's fine. Dwayne is a great ride. Onyx. That's As right, Dwayne. Just barreling down the side of the road. But then Pearl does look back. There's just like a trail, a, like an, an indent in the ground in the dirt path alongside the road. Uh, Dwayne <laughs> has been going down. Maybe we shouldn't be making a full tunnel on this nice path, though. I mean, I think, I mean, as long as he's, I mean, it's a dirt path anyway. I don't okay. think he really cares. It's more just so, you know, it's it's more of just a DM uh, aesthetic thing that he was describing. There's no real sort of in-game consequences for that. So I think you're fine, Pearl. What was the route again? You are currently on Route 16, which will take you straight to Parasol Village. And then after that is Shimeji Town. Ooh, parasols. That sounds so fun. 
Yeah, it's actually a, it's it's next to a lake, so that's it's, it's nice. It's, it's a really big lake, Lake Chanterelle, and then there's a, another bigger city on the south side. But uh, Luca yells up at you, I guess, because he, <laughs> you're very high in the air right now, riding the crystal onyx. Um, Pearl puts on sunglasses and starts applying sunscreen as well to Seely. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> Woo! Can't wait. As you continue along, you are getting close to where the map says that there's going to be a, a fork in the road, an exit, and you can either continue along Route 16 or you can head south on Route 14, which leads down to Criminy City, where you were told that there's another gym uh, that is allegedly where Shane is going. You're probably another 30 Wait, minutes. What? Shane's going there? To Criminy City? Why are we even considering going there then? I, I don't know, because there's a gym that's, that I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. Pearl says, Geronimo! Slides down Dwayne. <laughs> Pops right up in front of Luca's face. Listen, the last thing I want to do is ride that Shane's curtails on glory. My victories should be separate from his victories. We're different entities, and I'm, the, yeah, he is not my PB&J. PB and J. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly. Right, but in, contextually, what does that mean? And then I immediately smashed Sealy next to my cheeks. This is what it means. Oh, I don't think we were ever in danger of anybody getting that mixed up. Okay, you're kind of like a PB and J, and then like you're like the honey, Luca. I'm your honey. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and she starts climbing up Dwayne again. Onward. She points. It was just a metaphor, Luca. You're not really that sticky. No, no, I think I think that, well, I don't know. It's probably close between George and Coconut, but, you know. You're like the crust, she says, shouting down. You calling me crusty? Maybe. All right. I know you have dandruff. Hey, I'm sensitive about that. I know. That's why I'm saying you're up top here so no one else hears it. That's why, that's why I have anti-dandruff shampoo. I know. We got to get a refill. I'm very selective about the products I put in my hair, Pearl. She chucks the sunscreen down. Ow! <laughs> Sorry! We're going to a lake! <laughs> so you're probably about another 30 minutes or so from the from the split uh, to Route 14. Uh, but as you ride, you begin to notice that pretty quickly, it's getting hot outside. Funny enough that you put on sunscreen. Great! Uh, it is hotter than it has been so far, to the point of being borderline uncomfortable. Uh, the light from the bright sun is reflecting off of uh, Onyx's crystal body oh. and causing him to heat up quite this a bit. This is not working. This is a uh, Dwayne. Dwayne, hold on here, bud. Onyx slides down. That's one of the best parts of owning a crystal Onyx, folks. <laughs> is it your own makeshift slide? Oh, Dwayne, come close to me. Onyx. It's just like this huge rocky snake. It is massive, by the way. I just want to clarify that Pearl this is a very, is not, very big creature. Yeah, Pearl just accepts this now. Oh, you no. know, not scared anymore. And 100%. she goes, hey, Dwayne. You know I love to ride you, but I can barely look at you. I actually have my eyes closed right now. It's just the crystal nature, but you'll look great, bud. <sighs> but when we get to the lake, do you want to be like our slide? <sighs> That's a yes! And she puts him in her Pokeball. All right, so you, you put him in the Pokeball, and then you just hop in the SS Speedmeister with yeah. Luca. <laughs> nice. God, Luca. Whew, I'm like a baked chicken over here. Yeah, yeah, you're like a like a, like a baked combuskin. I was about to get flambéed. Oh, oof. So you all continue riding. Um, Sealy Water Sports me. Thank you. Yeah, Sealy Water Sports. It's like a nice mist fan mm -hmm. that you have at the amusement parks. Yeah, Toofus does a little like water gun up in the air that then comes down, which quickly evaporates due to the heat. Gosh. Toofus also reluctantly gives up his seat in the sidecar for you to hop in the sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Yeah, I know. I was here first, Dilfud. <laughs> Who found this thing? Who Look into my eyes. Who found this? Ah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> ah. And then Luca, Luca puts him in the ball. <laughs> so once you are back in the SS Speedmeister, you continue riding along for another minute or two before very quickly the sky gets covered up in, in dark clouds and rain starts to fall. Okay, what is happening? And it uh, quickly turns from like a drizzle to these thick droplets that soon just have you completely soaked. Uh, 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 I prepared for a lake day. 
Uh, well, I mean, we're still a little ways from the lake, but also, this is weird. And I like to imagine that Pearl literally did change into, like, a sunbathing outfit and, like, <laughs> floppy hat, and now she's just drenched. Ah. Uh, back to the use. Sailor uniform comes back. <laughs> back to the sailor uniform. Do you hop back on Dwayne, or do you stay in the Speedmeister? No, no, I'll stay in the Speedmeister. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you, you go back into the sailor outfit, uh, and you all are along the road as it's raining for a minute, and then you feel the temperature start to drop, and soon the raindrops are snowflakes okay. that are gently falling to the ground. Guys! Lucas, something is up. Yeah. Let me check my Pokedex. I look for the weather. There's not even a weather app. Well, I mean, what if you checked your Poke, Poke gear? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Because okay. the Pokedex is not really. Sorry. It doesn't have the proper app. I pulled a Ron on you. That's something Captain Ron would do. Okay, I'm checking the weather. You check the weather. The forecast is like a very just, well, let's see. The weather. The, the weather. What is the weather? We sing that every morning, folks. When we go to check what the weather's gonna be. Cause how else are you gonna know? I gotta get my forecast from you. The weather, the weather. What is the weather? I need to know the weather, the weather. What is the weather? What should I wear today? The weather, the weather, the weather. It's very strange in this fantasy RPG game. Yeah, it actually just predicts that it's supposed to be a pretty calm, sunny day today. It has not been Pearl thus far. Well, it was until, you know, about uh, between five and seven minutes ago. Pearl um, looks at her thing and she does an old-fashioned cartoon. And then she puts it back in her pocket. Hey, look, turn around for a second. To, to where? Just like seven minutes. Uh, wait, what are you talking about? Just like do a loop real quick. Oh, oh all right. Uh, he, he does it. He just, like, drives back a little bit. And... She wants to see if there's a distinct line, a crossover line. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's sunny on one side of the path and stormy on the other. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, go ahead and give me a survival check. Whoa, there's so many dice in here, but the ones I want are my confetti ones from Dice Envy. Ooh, Dice Envy. Ooh, and that was a solid roll. Thank you, Dice Envy. 19. A 19. I just have a hunch, Luca. Trust me. All right, all right. With a 19, you tell Luca to turn around and you go back for a little ways and then you turn around and you keep on going the way that you were going originally and you get back to like about the same spot. But with pretty fair certainty, uh, you are able to figure out, Pearl, that it is just like not particular spots but it is, uh, seems to be totally random how it's uh, swapping between uh, these different types of weather. You see at one point, like, some sand picks up and starts whooshing around and everything. Uh, it gets hot, it gets cold, it gets rainy. Uh, it just is, like, fluctuating between all of these. Uh, but you can tell, you're, you're pretty sure that there's no, like, specific order to it. It seems very random. None of the weather is, like super dangerous or unruly it seems, but it's just like very different types of weather. What is happening, Luca? A fog rolls in. Okay, I can't even see my own thumbs. I honestly have no idea. No idea what's going on, but should we, I mean, should we just keep going or like... Well, did we go far enough back to where like seven minutes have, has passed on the road? Yeah, I mean, you've been able to go like seven minutes back and then like turn around and go but back the other way. there's not a cl- distinct certain end line. It's just... Well, I mean, once you get back to like before where it started, like it's just sort of plain again. What the... Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like Pearl... seven minutes away, it's like, okay, there's like a there's like a radius of like weird weather. Pearl puts one hand in the nice one, one hand out. Ooh, 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 look at me! It's just like half torrential downpour on one side and just like a, a nice temperate day on the That's other. what I really wanted. Thank you. Okay, there you go. <laughs> That's the goof you were trying to get to. Got yeah. it. She, she goes in the rain side. Ah, oh, what? She hops out. Ooh, instant dry. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. So, and then, so you had a bad, oh, sunshine, nothing but blue. And you had a bad day. Boom, ha, hoo, ha, ha. I can't handle myself, Luca. There's so many song references. I just can't say them all out loud fast enough. <laughs> Luca just like hops in between sides. He's he's on he's in the rain. He's like all around me are familiar. Face. And then he pops out of the out into the different sides. Like Mr. Blue Sky, please. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that joke. What now? <laughs> I just really wanted that. I just really wanted it because it was fun. 
Seely loves it. Or 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 Is really hot. She's like, oh. okay, yeah, come back to the rain. It's actually nicer over here. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Okay, so I look up at the sky. What do you want? <laughs> well, so are you continuing down the road again, or are you just like in the spot? We can go back in, but I'll just yell the whole time, and I'll look up at the sky, watching as we drive. <laughs> what do you? Are you okay, world? <laughs> you Mother just... Nature. You see one Shaman. cloud just shaking its head. No. No. no I'm just kidding. Shaman! <laughs> are you okay up there? Uh, so you, you uh, have done your little back and forth, and, and the weather is doing its weird thing. We didn't pack for all of this. Celie's a fast change artist, but we can't go that fast. She's changing from hat to scarf to shades to sweater. Or, or. I, I'm exhausted, too. As you continue uh, going along through the fog that has rolled in at this point, uh, you, with your uh, very high passive perception, Pearl, see a building up ahead with a very futurist-style uh, architecture. You notice that the uh, fog, and which is like gradually turning into like snowfall uh, as you are approaching, uh, it's, it's like swapping between. But with your perception, you can tell that it seems to be like heavier that way, that it has gotten heavier as you've gone in. Uh, and it looks like there is a figure standing out in front of this building. Um, she gives that all to Luca, and I feel like we start to head that way. Nice. As you move toward the building, the snow and everything else, it gradually fades, and the morning air is calm once more, almost as if nothing had happened. And you come down the driveway and see a figure with an umbrella that they're shaking off and tucking under their arm as they begin to scribble down some notes, a little notepad. And uh, they aren't looking in your direction currently, but you can see that they're wearing a lab coat and have a small gray Pokemon that looks to be floating next to them. And you could just hear this per uh, person saying, oh, well, yeah, cast form. I think that went very well. Very interesting. Yeah. But they have not noticed you. Does he have a mustache? Their back is turned to you. Dang it. Hey, do you have a she yells. Uh, go ahead and just just make an intimidation check. <laughs> oh man. As you're pretty well like out in the middle of nowhere, just kind of in between towns and stuff. There's not there's not a ton of people really passing by right here. Four. Four? You do not scare the the scientist looking person. Just soaking wet. Yeah. Just very, very wet. But this person turns around and you see that they are tall and they've got uh, dirty blonde hair. And uh, you can actually, as the uh, clouds and stuff are rolling away and there is the sun coming back in the sky, you notice that he's wearing uh, transition lens glasses. But this figure turns around and he says, oh, well, uh, uh, hi, hi there. My, my name's Jackson. Um, can I help you? And then no mustache? No mustache. Okay, we're good. We're clear. Hey, are you okay? The weather is doing a lot of stuff right now. I think, it, I don't know. Uh, do we need a duck and cover? What's wrong with you? She screams up to the sky again. Are you okay, weather? He says, oh, well, uh, yeah, no, it's it's fine. Uh, this is actually the uh, the Weather Institute. We were uh, just doing some tests. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we monitor the weather here in the Kanoko region and everything, but uh, uh, we also, you know, study the weather's effect on Pokemon. Uh, so our latest experiment uh, is with Castform, uh, this, this little guy right here. And you see this little, like, gray cloud, like, it's just a little, like, bloop, a little, a little gray floating bloop uh, is the best way I can describe it. Uh, vaguely cloud-like in its appearance, and it's, and it's lil. Well, you're adorable. Yeah. So wait, what you're saying is... You can make it rain. Yeah, I mean we 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 uh I mean we we try not to uh you know fiddle with it too much, but yeah we can we can affect the weather. That's what was uh, going on. I see that you were uh, out and about uh, as all that was happening. How far out was that uh going on? By the way, just out of out of curiosity, just um, double checking our radiuses and everything. Um, it was like you know two halves of a peanut and uh longer than a stick that can reach all the way. To a cookie jar. We, we were about 10 minutes out. All right, thank you. That's what I said, poke apologist. Um, <laughs> and then she says, so could you make it rain right now? Uh, well, I mean, we'd have to go back in and sort of re reprogram and everything. But uh, 
Well, well, but also we, we could do uh, hey, a uh, cast form. Just uh, use rain dance real quick. And so the, the cast form does uh, you watch as it summons like just in the small area around you uh, about the size of, you know, like a regular sort of Pokemon uh, like arena kind of battle situation. Uh, not the huge radius that it was by any means, but a good little ways around I feel- you. Feel like it hits just me and Celie. There's a stroke of lightning. We're now in amazing purple rain gear. We turn, we have microphones in our hands. I look over my shoulder. Hit it. It's rain and pokey. Hallelujah, it's rain and pokey. Hallelujah, it's rain and pokey. Hallelujah. Ooh, ooh. And she points to the new guy, Jackson, and he's just, like, stunned. <laughs> he's just standing there under his umbrella. Luca is soaked um, <laughs> once again. But you also notice, uh, as you do your whole number there, uh, that the cast form has changed from, like, its uh, standard sort of gray blobby appearance uh, to now it's, like, actually got uh, its head has, like, changed into a raindrop shape and is blue. It's still got a little, like, bloopy little gray body, but it it looks different than it did before. That's so cool. What's it called again? Cast form. Oh, my God. I love this little thing. Thanks so much. You're adorable. And she tries to go hug it. If clouds could be huggable, it's like that. That was amazing. I feel lighter. And I like to imagine, like, the rain dissipates. Yeah. Yeah, the rain goes away, and the cast form gradually, uh, its its form shifts back to itself. Ah, it's been a while since we've done that one, Sealy. I know, I know we only prepared it for the 50th annual cruisalation. Well, I'm sorry, uh, who are you all again? Uh... That was a very uh, interesting number, but did you want to... She bounds up to him. Hi, I'm Pearl. Uh, it's, it's nice to meet you. Is that the only reason that you wanted to see if, if the cast form could make it rain was just, just to do that number? Yeah, 100%. All right, that's fair. Um, it was good, right? And yeah. she, like, puts her hat out for a tip. <laughs> <laughs> too forward, too soon. A little too forward, I think. Okay, okay. Forward, think. sorry, sorry. I mean, I'm just back to my old chip days. <laughs> I understand you have a routine. It's just part of the protocol. It's how they train you, right, Sealy? You. you know, you get your artist form, and they give you cards, and they say, hey, don't go broke. Or, or, as Sealy holds up her union card. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jackson says, uh, well, um, uh, I, I, I don't know about a, a, I don't have my wallet on me, but um, would you all maybe want to just see the, the, the Weather Institute, the facility? Yeah, uh, for sure. All the weather you put us through, 1,000%. Yeah, well, we're, we're, you know. It's a miracle Luca could drive through all that. By all right. the way, I'm impressed. You are just a team. You're trained for all weather, driving in all weather. Uh, well, you know, I take, I take my driving safety very seriously. I could tell. <laughs> you were death gripping the wheel. White knuckles. Yes, the motorcycle wheel. I gripped it. Okay, don't be like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ten and two, am I she right? She says to Luca. <laughs> Okay, well, I was dri- I was gripping the the little windshield thing I have, my little sneeze guard. Your sneeze guard. But Jackson says, "Yeah, so I can uh, I can take y'all in it and show you the the facility. I mean, we're we're technically open to the public. We just don't have a ton of visitors that stop in here. Uh, you know, we get some kind of passersby every now and then that are wondering what we're doing, but." Nobody really ever wants to come and see, but yeah, if you, if you all come in, yeah, by, yeah. by all means. Come by on, means. whipped cream. And she mentions, and she says that to cast form. <laughs> yeah. It's all right, cool whip. Gently floats behind. How about marshmallow? Yeah. <laughs> does, does this little guy have a name? She turns to Jackson. Oh, uh, the the cast form. No, we. Uh, I mean, we we've got a whole bunch of cast form around the place. I mean, uh, we we don't really have them you know, nicknamed. We kind of keep things scientific, but we we each kind of, you know, ha- have the ones that we have assigned to us, or you know, that we <gasps> have around. But we, you we should give a- them all a letter, and it, at the end of the day, it spells Michelin. What is that? It's like a pillow. The Michelin tire, right? I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a thing. So, uh, as Can Jack- I call you M? Who, me? No, I'm Cast Jackson. Form. Oh. Cast form. Yeah? Let's go meet I-C-H-L-E-E-N-N-S. <laughs> I think I put one too many E. Do you think you could just double up and they could just sort of uh, alternate? Because that's you got some duplicates. Yeah. 
and one? Sure. I'm sorry, I'm dragging this on. I just think it's a really cool idea. <laughs> so, as, as Jackson starts guiding you all toward the Institute, you see a couple of other people in lab coats quickly coming out of the building. Uh, there's a man and a woman, and they appear to be in an argument with each other. Uh, they both notice Jackson standing out front with you, and, and they come over. Uh, Jackson, the woman says, Pierce is at it again. And at this, like, Jackson just stops and just takes off his transition lens glasses and rubs his forehead. Pierce, am I right? He says, what is it this time, Letty? And as they approach, you note that the woman, Letty, has dark hair and skin. And the man looks like he's trying his hardest, like his real hardest to fit into, like, a cool hacker aesthetic while still staying in, like, lab dress code. And as he approaches, you see that his name tag says Pierce, but it's spelled like P13RC3, like a cool hacker. Oh, no, Luca. And just uh, Letty seems very, very over the whole situation of whatever was going on before uh, they ran into you all. And she says, so Pierce has pretty much fried the control room. Well, that, that is only partially true. I, I was trying to enhance the capabilities of, of the weather simulation program to see how drastically it would affect the cast form. And yeah, then, then things might have started going a little haywire. But um, And as they're talking, uh, you can see... Again, with your very high perception. And also, it's like, oh, here's a big thing that's happening. Uh, They're talking about how the control room is fried. And you see that there is a swirling mass of inclement weather emerging from the Institute. Streams of water and hail the size of golf balls, heat waves and swirling sand. And uh, the cast form, M, Marshmallow. Whatever you've decided to call it. Michelin, yep. Yep. Uh, next to Jackson starts, like, to bubble and, like, shift between different forms. Oh, no! M, stay with us! And Jackson very quickly, like, uh, puts them in a Pokeball, and he just slow burn turns to Pierce, and he says, How did this happen? Uh, well, I, uh, I, I, I might have put a souped-up Porygon in the system, and uh, I, I think it might have had a virus. Uh, in hindsight, maybe I should have been a little bit more careful about where I was downloading my software. And Jackson just sighs and pulls out his poke gear and he opens up an app. All right. Um, well, that's not great, but uh, so I've activated the Rotom. Uh, they're initiating the emergency weather protocol. Uh, Activate the Rotom, folks! Woo! Pearl just, you know, call the commentary. Uh, she thinks this is very exciting. <laughs> through up. Uh, Back it up! Back it up! Get the Horicons out! Get the what? Porygon. Porygon? Porygon. <laughs> we got 2913, folks. Porygon it up. Po-po time. <laughs> uh, Pearl, go ahead and uh, give me a perception check. 19. Both my rolls have been 19. Dang. All right, with a 19, uh, you note as you all have, like, gotten closer, you can see that in some of the windows, like, on the ground floor and everything, you just note that it looks like some appliances. Like, you can see them look like they're coming to life inside and they're starting to, like, disperse. Oh, no. But as you see that, uh, Jackson turns to you and he says, "Uh, All right, uh, Pearl, so I I know you kind of just wandered up here and now there's all kinds of shenanigans going on, uh, but do you think you can help us out? The, the Rotom are all trained to troubleshoot for situations like this, but uh, if there's a virus in the system, I don't know how they're going to react. Oh, yeah, totally. We're up for it, right, guys? She turns to Luca. Yeah, we're here, so yeah, sure. Yeah, I've seen many a runaway Podagon. Porygon? Yeah! And Jackson says, yeah, if you, if you could uh, help us get that Porygon out of the system so we can calm things down, that would that would be real, real helpful. Sure, what do they like to eat? Porygon? Yeah. Uh, w- well, uh, and he just looks to Pierce, and Pierce is like, uh, well, so actually, Porygon is, is technically a, uh, it's, it's, it's really just made of programming. I mean, it can eat things, I suppose. Uh, they're not programmed to not be able to, but, uh, I, I don't know that it's necessarily got a, favorite. And again, the, the terrible weather is just swirling overhead. Oh, Steely, this is going to be tougher than I thought. And as the uh, weather is swirling around, you see that uh, one in particular is uh, happening out front. It is getting very, very sunny and bright outside, even more than it was before when it was uh, just getting kind of bright and everything. Uh, And you can see that one of the cast form out of the Institute has, like, made its way outside, and it has got an orange sort of appearance. It almost looks like a little sun for a head with its little gray body, but it's, like, very orange and red and yellow on the head. 
and it's going around and you can see like heat waves coming off of it as it is like seems very unsure of what's going on and after oh, a second no. you can see like whoosh, whoosh, like bouts of flame like shooting off of it in, in I, different directions <laughs> I stop it make about M as like it's beginning to like have flames and things sort of shoot off of it you see out of the front door what looks like a possessed washing machine <laughs> Is is floating out with like a little with a little hose heading toward the cast form. Roll initiative. Ooh, getting funky. Three. All right, with initiative roll, the order will be Luca, washing machine, Rotom, cast form, and then you, Pearl. So first up is Luca. What's he gonna do? Tufus is gonna rage and then bite. Nice. All right. So Tufus goes into a rage and then goes to bite this cast form to try to try to subdue it. Roll the hit. 18. Yeah. 18 will hit. Whoa. Rolling hot today, folks. 15. 15 points of damage uh, is nothing to sneeze at as this crocodile. Ah, it feels good to say. Uh, <laughs> runs forward and just chomps down. Well, Tufus was really ready for that, guys. Process. He's always ready. He's in a constant state of ready to just jump. I love him. I love my boy. So that is Luca's turn, which then brings us to the washing machine Rotom, who is going to have to make a roll before doing anything. All right, the Rotom tries to go and hit the cast form with a Thundershock. That is a natural 20 for the washing machine Rotom. Okay. Well, you guys got good appliances. Quality. Well, we did just get an appliance upgrade. Wow. Yeah, there are the, you know, we You we, could do seven loads in that thing. Well, yeah, we, you know, my we, one went, load. we went from the white to the stainless steel, and man, like, aesthetically, it really fits the whole futurist thing a little yeah, bit better. You your know, it's not nice, old school. Great. Oh, yeah, it's really energy efficient. Nice. I like to imagine us just chatting while he attacks. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, that is a total of 14 points of electric damage. Not bad. After the Rotom's turn, as it looks like uh, you can see on the inside of the washing machine that there's like water beginning to like swirl inside of it uh, as it seems like it's working something up and it's just sort of shooting sparks out in the meantime. Make an inside check really quick. Uh, nine. Nine? You just see the water swirling and, and the sparks flying off of it. Rinse cycle. That brings us to the cast form's turn, who is going to just unleash two pillars of raging hot flames toward Tufus and the Rotom because they hit it. So I need each of them to make deck saves from this fire blast. I got a seven for Tufus. Seven? Yeah. Seven is not going to save. Oh. DC 14. Sorry, bud. So Tufus will take the full amount and then uh, Rotom will take half from this fire blast. That is 3d8 plus four. Oh. Wow, got lucky on those rolls. That was a one, two, and a three. Are you kidding me? 10 points of damage, which is halved for two fists to five, and then it's halved and then halved again for the Rotom because it is currently electric and water type. Uh, so it only takes three. So the attack from the cast form uh, looks wild. It's like a huge, whoosh, these bursts of flame shoot out from it, uh, but they're very much out of control and don't, don't really find solid purchase uh, on Tufus and this Rotom. Pearl, it is then your turn. What's up? Hey, back off! And she tells um, Murray to make a sandstorm. Ooh, interesting. Interesting, interesting. Diggly dig. Go ahead. And there's a very specific reason for this. Go ahead and make a constitution check for Murray. Natural 20. Natural 20. Okay, the sandstorm is actually able to overtake the sunny, uh, sunny skies outside. And uh, you see that uh, as the sandstorm starts whipping around, uh, the cast form is actually beginning to change to no longer be the sunny form. It's turning back to its uh, gray, cloudy self. Yeah, we can do weather. Diglet, dig, diglet, diglet, dig, diglet. Nice, you got it. You got it, Murray. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So it is uh, currently sandstorming and Murray has an ability that is enhanced by this sandstorm coming up. Does he not? Yeah. So apparently in desert terrain or in a sandstorm, the AC goes up by two for Murray. So I just made him strong. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. So that is your turn. No bonus action or anything. Yeah. No. Great. Uh, that brings us back up to the top of the round. 
as we are transitioning out of that being sunny, I'm going to make a constitution check just for the top of the round for that cast form to see if it's holding on to the sunny form at all or if it is just fully reverted. Yeah, okay. So, like, as that sandstorm pops off and it's not the the super hot, sunny weather anymore, uh, the harsh sunlight, the cast form is actually, like, changed back to its, you know, regular gray self. As that happens, like, it it is getting, like, kind of battered around a little bit by the sandstorm, uh, as is the Rotom. Okay, so with that, we are back at the top of the round. The cast form has changed back to regular, and that will start us with Luca, and, and Two-Fist takes like, two points of damage from the sandstorm. Oh, sorry, Two-Fist. <laughs> I know you don't like sand. Doesn't really seem to be uh, affected terribly by it, as it's just, you know, kind of getting buttered around a little bit, but it's nothing major. But as that happens, I think that uh, Luca actually, like, calls Two-Fist back because the cast form has stopped, and the Rotom is, like, ready with, like, the hose and the water swirling around inside to do something. But uh, as that's happening, Letty goes up and, and she throws a Pokeball to make the cast form return. And I think that um, at this point, uh, after just a second, the sandstorm settles again. And it's back to the bright, bright heat outside. But the cast form has been taken care of. Woo! That was feisty! Way to go, Murray! Do it, did. And the Diglett's just, like, bopping around in the front yard. It's like, uh... Just messing around, messing with their plants, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> Loving it. Just, like, going through. There's, like, a couple of uh, shrubs in the front, and, like, Diglett has, like, made his little way over there, and it's, like, the, like one, one of the little shrubs, like, gets sucked into the ground. Uh, Pearl just sheepishly looks over to Jackson. Uh, Murray loves to landscape. <laughs> but that's, that's all right. Um, well, yeah, so... That was that's strange, and you see that like there's another like sort of round of weather that looks like it's about to like take over. He's like, okay, yeah, okay. So we can, can you just help do that like throughout the whole place? Sure, of course. Great, because we're not really trainers. We 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 just got like some. I mean, we got these cast form, and that that's not really great for this situation. Don't worry, me and Luca are trainers. We're rangers. We're par- parkourers. We're um, showmen. We we do a lot of stuff, but I think we should get inside. As she sees more weather coming. Yeah, yeah, good idea, good idea. And you all rush inside. Luca, we'll be weathermen and women now. Weather people. We'll be meteori- meteorologists. All right, so you all run inside. Hello, friends. Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our wonderful partner, Dice Envy. This month, we will be donating all of our Dice Envy commission to the Bail Project to combat mass incarceration and to help reunite families. There's a lot of folks out there who need help, and the Bail Project is a wonderful organization that we couldn't be happier to support. So by going to DiceEnvy.com QuestCo or by using the promo code QuestCo at checkout, you can get 10% off of your order and know that 15% is going to be donated directly to the Bail Project. We also have a giveaway happening over on the Quest Company Twitter. You can win a beautiful set of metal dice from Dice Envy, specifically the 16 candle set. Very cool, very retro. All you've got to do to enter is donate directly to the Bail Project and let us know you did. We will be gathering entries for that through the end of the month, so do not miss that. Great opportunity to help an amazing cause and also maybe get some free dice. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Junior and you want to give us a boost, please go to our page on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Junior and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please, uh, we'd love for you to become a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us out with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash Podcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you would like to contact us, you could do so directly through the website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Junior. You can also come hang out with us in our Questco Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. 
Now, we know word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast. So please, if you enjoy the show, let other people know. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Questco Junior or hashtag Postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. Like, you know, a couple that we have in this episode. Wink. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. And speaking of fan art, we got some more wonderful pieces in this week. Thank you to Cool Trainer GG at GladIrisT on Twitter for sending us some great Tufus art. One post evolution with Luca giving him a big old hug, and one where he just looks so rock and roll. It's amazing. And thank you to Fairy Tale Girl MB at M Burgundy on Instagram for some fabulous sketches of Ika and Sky and Ika and Luca together. Ugh, we miss Ika already. <laughs> we love her. If you haven't seen those pictures, though, go check them out on our Instagram and Twitter or on the fan art page of the website where we've got a gallery of all the art that people have sent us. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. This week, we want to highlight the Curious Kid podcast. You can join Jacob and Olivia as they learn all sorts of fun and educational things. They take on a new topic each episode with the goal of providing an educational and entertaining experience for listeners of all ages. They release new episodes every Sunday, and you can hear their promo at the end of these announcements. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the incredible artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thanks to Glitch X City for the songs Hoenn Route 111 Remix, Hoenn Surf Theme Remix, and Team Aqua Magma Boss Battle Remix. Thanks to Rossini for that William Tell Overture. Thank you to the Oracalcan for the song Argent Vexmon. And thank you to Protodome for the song 14.5 West Coast Radio EXP and Card Required. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds that's all for me so let's get back to the action and see what's waiting inside the weather institute thank you for joining us here on quest company jr hello my name is jacob and i'm his co-host five-year-old olivia do you have kids and are your kids curious if you answered yes, you should check out Curious Kid Podcast, a weekly educational podcast for curious kids and grown-ups. Every week we learn about another topic. We've already learned about spiderwebs, batteries, the moon, and so much more. You can find us at curiouskidpodcast.buzzsprout.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. So you and Lucas start to run inside with uh, Jackson and Letty and Pierce. Oh, yeah. And I, I give, um, I kind of noticed how well uh, Sandstorm went. And I toss Celie that TM for Blizzard and go, here, it's like a popsicle. You toss the TM Play to Celie and she's like, order. Or, or. It's like keys. Just just have a little treat. She's like playing with it. She she does not know Blizzard yet, but she's playing <laughs> with the TM. Okay, stick it in her ear. Or. And just trust me. We don't have much time. Or. or. And then I do it the correct way. <laughs> then you do it for real. So you, you take a second while you're out of combat to teach Sealy Blizzard, uh, and then you all run inside. As you go into the entrance, you can see that there is a large thundercloud inside in this lobby. Again, it is like very futurist style in here. Like I think of like, you know, the, the chrome, like future. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like That's in great. here. <laughs> That's great. I know exactly what you're talking about. The future. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we don't really paint pictures anymore, folks. We just do things like this. We just make references. <laughs> just think Squidward, Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Uh, you know, there's all the usual sort of lobby accoutrement, uh, but mostly there is a large thundercloud uh, uh, up on the high ceiling, and it is raining heavily. You can see another cast form that is warbling about, uh, and it is a rainy one, like you saw from uh, Michelin earlier outside. Uh, but it seems like it's it's a little bit bigger 
than Michelin was and sort of like, uh, again, like kind of bubbly and like going around and, and the rain is like getting heavier and lighter and uh, just fluctuating and there's like a, a little crack of lightning inside, which is very dangerous because there's all this chrome. Ah. As you take all of this in from outside, you hear and a possessed lawnmower goes like shooting through the front door past I you all. I love this place! <laughs> And Pearl kind of wants to hop on it and like ride it, like or surf it. Make a dexterity check. This is awesome. I love the danger. Seven. Seven. It whooshes past you, and you just sort of like slip a little bit. I almost had it. <laughs> There's a banana peel down there. Who put that there? Pierce. Did you have a snack? He like quickly finishes shoving the rest of the banana in his mouth. Like. Oh. I like to imagine the whole crew just goes like, Pierce, come on again. Come on, Pierce. I almost had it. As the lawnmower Rotom rushes toward the cast form, roll initiative. I like to imagine that Pearl's kind of like at like a monster truck rally with all these different appliances. Like she just thinks they're so cool. Woo. 11 for me, higher this time. With initiative rolled, this time it is going to be Rotom, then Pearl, then Luca, then the cast form. So as this uh, lawnmower rolls forth, uh, again, uh, there are these little like sparks flying off of it, which again, very dangerous with all of this rain and chrome, uh, but it's gonna have to make a check before it uh, goes to attack. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna roll a d4. Okay. I never like it when it gets this tone, guys. On a four, it's gonna go to attack Diglett. On a three, it's going to go to attack Tufus. On a one or a two, it's going to hurt itself. Aww. That is a four. Oh. As it's uh, rolling forward, very much like RC from, from Toy Story. Uh, it's got that same kind of vibe of like, you know, uh, it's kind of zigzagging around the place. And it, it almost looks like it's losing control for a second as it's going toward the cast form. And just an arc of electricity goes off of it and hits Diglett. Can we also add that Murray pops up from the very top of it as well? Because I was trying to ride it. And then I'm like, wait, no, Murray, you're on it. Diglett, no, get out of there. That is a natural 20 to Dear hit. God, okay. With its shock wave. Well, it is right on top of it, yep. too. But I believe Murray's immune, so. Oh, to what? Uh, to electric type attacks, I assume. I'm pretty sure it's ground type. Oh, yeah, it is. Great. Okay, well, it had to happen. So, like, a little spark comes off the Rotom, and then also just, like, a huge electric shock comes down from the cloud, and um, Murray's just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's one tough Murray. Gee, we did. Aww, got a little scared, though, huh? A little bit, a little bit. But that's the Rotom's turn, as it, as it appears to be uh, on the fritz. <laughs> on, on the, the fritz. fritz. Again, we don't paint pictures anymore. No, that's a really, that's a real, real niche reference. Somebody's going to get it. <laughs> Somebody will. Someone out there who's a fan of Steve Taylor and some band. Hey, if you can find the record in Shelbyville somewhere out there, definitely. <laughs> All right, so what do you want Murray to do? It's your turn. Murray, I'm scared too. Come back. All right, so you return Murray. Who are you going to send out? Sally. Okay, so you spend your action to... Pull in Murray and then send out Seely. That is your turn. It is then Luca's turn. And I think that he's going to look as well and see that since this is a, a water type kind of situation going, he's like, all right, Tufus, I don't think this one's you. Hey, come on back. Uh, Tarzan, get out there. And he sends out Tarzan, the Trico. Woohoo! Start swinging. Trico! And Trico's going to go to quick attack. 18. 18 will hit. Gotta roll that D4. Four. Ooh, very nice. Come on, Trico, what else you got? Keep going. That is then going to bring us to the cast form's turn, who is going to, uh, I think it's just going to like uh, start moving around and try to maneuver around the place as it's, you know, uh, fluctuating size and the, the rain is coming down and it's going to get to where it, it actually is able to like line up Trico and Seely and the Rotom and it's going to go to Hydro Pump. Whoa. I need everybody to make deck saves. Deck and cover. Oh, wow. See, these are actually quite good at decks. 16. 16. Nice. Holy cow. 19. Great. So a 16 and a 19. And then the Rotom got a five. Ha. But. That wouldn't happen if I was driving you. 
Okay, so Seely and Tarzan the Trico are going to take half damage, and then uh, they also both resist. Well, Trico resists. Does Seely resist water? Yes. Great, so they're going to both take half of half, and Rotom will take resisted half. Okay, so that's 15. Halved once for the Rotom is going to be eight, and then halved again for you all is going to be four points of damage for each Trico and Seely. Oh, wait, I forgot to roll it at advantage, the damage at advantage, because it's raining. Okay, 17 points, which is still comes down to the same because it's eight half for the one and then and then and then four. So uh, it's the same. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) well, that was its turn. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that brings us back to the Rotom up top. The Rotom's going to have to make its roll to see if it is actually going to be able to hit the cast form. Natural 20, yep, it's going to do it. Wowza, it really doesn't like that thing. Does not. Once again, the Rotom is, you can see like little little grass clippings are starting to like come out from the little lawnmower as it seems like it's charging something up, but uh, it is going to go to hit with a thunder shock. But that's not one to actually hit, so it misses. Aww. So just arcs of electricity, zoom, 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 popping off of the Rotom. Uh, that is its turn. Uh, it is now your turn, Pearl. Okay, Seely. Ord, ord, ord. Gotta admit, when I brought you out here, I didn't think, would you really be able to make tough hits because you're more icy? You're ord, my ord, icy ord. gal. Ord, 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 I didn't ord. think that one through. Ord, ord. But let's see what happens, right? Ord, 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 ord. All right, Seely. Um, let's try what you just learned. Blizzard me with Oreos. Can I please place Blizzard in a point of range that doesn't hit as many people in my party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the cast form is, like, on the other side of the room. Is It's not, like, gotten up in the mix with all of y'all. So, yeah, you're, you're totally fine. That's a natural 16. Oh, plus uh, 6. Uh, so that's 22 on its dex save. Dang. Okay, I guess the Blizzard. And you just see Celia gets so excited, and she pulls out a DQ Blizzard. <laughs> and starts eating it. She gets distracted by the delicious Oreo Blizzard. Uh, and does not uh, get a full hit uh, on this cast form. But it still takes half? Oh, yeah, I guess so. 20 points of damage, so halved 10. And then halved again because Ah, it is water type currently. Darn it. Five points of damage to the cast form. See, can I have some of that blizzard? And she, like, turns around apologetically as she scarfed it. You ate it all. I knew exactly that that was what what happened. (laughs) But that is your turn. It's then Luca's turn. What's Trico going to do? Absorb. Nice. And quick attack. Perfect. Cool. Go ahead and roll the hit with absorb. Flat 16. Um, four. 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 (laughs) Okay, so that is eight points of grass damage. 19 for quick attack. To hit? Yeah. Two. Two points of normal damage to the cast form. Pretty good from that absorb, though. Nice. It is in the cast form's turn who is going to... Go to hit Trico, as Trico's the one who's been really doing damage to it here. Valid, the only focused one here. Yeah, yeah, since the Rotom is kind of mostly hurting itself right now, and, and Seely didn't do much with the Seely's Blizzard. has got the DQ. Uh, but that Absorb did not feel good. So, and the wind starts to pick up as the rain almost starts going sideways here inside this lobby. Uh, <laughs> and the wind picks up, and the cast form goes to try to hit Trico with Hurricane. Ooh. A 16 will hit. And it's not gonna feel good. No! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh! What did you do? What did you do to this good, good Tarzan? Oh no! That is 16 plus 3, 19 doubled because it's flying. Oh god! So that is 38 points of damage. Oh my god! To Tarzan. No! Which will KO. Oh my mercy! This got really brutal really fast! the sweet lizard. Pearl's jaw is to the ground. It's like this airstream just whoosh, hits Tarzan and boom, knocks him against like a, a chrome wall and he just whoosh, falls on the ground like Trico. Oh, whoa, these Michelins aren't playing. Trico hits the wall like a, like a sticky hand. <laughs> like a vending machine sticky hand. He's whoosh, I love those things. <laughs> Lucas says, oh, no. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry, Tarzan. Oh, that got really bad really fast. Oh, I was okay. Okay. And then he says, all right, um, here, uh, Mikey, Mikey, go on. And he sends out Mikey the Ghastly. 
That is the cast form's turn. That hurt. It is then the Rotom's turn, who's going to have to make a roll to see if it goes to hit him. Sheesh, this Rotom is rolling low. Let's see who he tries to get. Oh, man, dude. For you. Okay. Honestly, I'd rather that than uh, Luca right now. All right. So, uh, again, a, a spark of electricity uh, hops off of this lawnmower, and it goes to make contact with Seely. Natural 14 plus 6. Uh, 20 total. Ouch. Celia has her full head in the cup, in the blizzard cup. She's trying to, like, scoop out the very last of the ice cream goodies. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I am sorry. That is going to be 28 points of electric damage. Celia! As it's super effective on Celia, this thundershock just, uh, the, the Rotom is, like, trying to drive toward the cast form, but there's just, like, these sparks that are just flying off of it, totally out of its control, and one just arcs off and hits Celia. This Rotom appears to be malfunctioning. That's what we get for getting easy with good old eye out there. Eye, right, what are you talking about? M-I-C, Michelin. I hope that we don't have to fight enough of these to spell that, Pearl. <laughs> that is the Rotom's turn. It's then your turn. Seely, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were ready for Blizzard. Come back in. We're swapping. <laughs> You're swapping again. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you swapping to this time? Um, We're going to Fanta. Swapping to Fanta. Does Fanta have anything to do? Not on a swap. All right, so that's your turn swapping out to Fanta. Sorry, guys. It's then Luca's turn with Mikey the Ghastly. So Ghastly is going to curse the castle. All right. Luca says, all right, Mikey, let's try something new. Uh, curse him. And so the cast form is going to make a wisdom save. That is a natural one. You will never get the chance to eat cereal, and neither will I says Mikey in his head. <laughs> That's the curse. That's why it hurts him as well. <laughs> that is Mikey's inner monologue as he just has this ghostly smile and he like fades in and out of the ether as he says, Ghastly. <laughs> and there's a hint of despair behind it all. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> Ghastly says, I can't have cereal either. Ghastly. <laughs> so Mikey is going to take um, seven points of damage. But then at the end of each of the cast form's turns, the cast form is going to take that damage. And Ghastly only takes that damage initially. But that is Mikey's turn. It hurt him to say it. You never see that tender heart underneath there. You hate to see it. You really do. You hate to see it. But that is Luca's turn, which then brings us to the cast form. The cast form is going to uh, shoot off a, a hurricane attack at the Rotom. But that is a 6 plus 6, 12 will not hit. Well, looks like today the chance of a hurricane is cloudy and a chance of never. <laughs> Pearl says. She's pulled out a green screen. Yeah. Well, looks like today the chance of a hurricane is slim. Better luck next time. But that is the cast form's turn then as it continues to fly around. Brings us back up to the top with Rotom. Let's see if the Rotom is going to do something. Dear God, I hope so. Thank you. It will actually go to attack the cast form this time. Oh, man. Pearl's in a blazer now. She has like a little little prompter. She starts just making finger, like waving against the green screen. Now, if you see here, the Rotom is trying to do this attack. Let's see if it works out. With a total of 13, that is not going to hit the cast form. And chances are nope. As again, this arc of lightning shoots off of the Rotom as it's going directly toward the cast form now in an attempt to subdue it. Uh, but the, the Thundershock goes wide. Oh, I forgot to do cast form's curse damage. Curse it. The cast form takes five points of sad damage as it thinks about how it can't eat cereal. You're not going to get fruity pebbles ever in your life. And up next, I've got my dear old co-host, uh, Fanta. Why don't you tell what's happening in arts and culture? And then Fanta just immediately shoots out flame charge. Oh, the fire festival's back. Thank you, Fanta. <laughs> Roll to hit. 23. 23 will hit. It is going to be half damage because it resists. Come fire. on! And will I ever get anywhere in this fight? The survey says, who knows? Now I'm using surveys for the weather. That shows you where I'm at. 15, seven. 15 points of damage. It's, it's eight. It's eight. All but right, still. thanks. But that fire attack versus the water type, the kicks of the Fanta just sort of sizzle on this cast form. I guess we're not falling for the fire festival again, folks. Back to the weather. 
Seely's got like a karaoke microphone from from the ship. She's just like, yes, perfect. As she reviews sports. Uh, that's your turn. Uh, it's then Luca. <laughs> if she reviews sports, I'm sorry. If she's reviewing sports. Well, you already gave Fonz arts and culture. Yeah, so if, so if Celie's doing sports, she just has a ball on top of her nose the whole time. She's balancing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is, uh, <laughs> that's your turn. It is then Luca. What's Mikey the Ghastly going to do? Mikey is the only one doing anything. We're going to try to hypnosis then. Okay, so uh, the cast form is going to have to make uh, another saving throw. A natural one. All right, Luca. Sir, our, our weather predicts Luca with 100% chance of beating this thing. As Mikey the Ghastly uh, pops out of the ether once more directly behind the uh, the cast form and just these uh, purpley spirals enwrap the cast form and it just, like a cloud, just slowly floats to the ground and little cartoon Zs are emerging from it. Little, little cloud cartoon Zs. But the cast form is currently asleep. You can see a warm channel moving up here. It's the Rotom with all of its energy. Let's hope the channel of energy can finally hit our sleeping target. Then it's the cast form's turn who's going to have to try to roll to wake up. No. Has to beat a 13 and just rolled a 10, so it stays asleep for its turn. That's its turn. It's also still cursed, and it takes another six points of curse damage. Then we're back up at the top with Rotom. Let's see if Rotom is going gonna, is gonna to try. Going to try again. 15. It is able to try and hit God. the cast form. It's it a 50-50 chance here, folks. It has advantage now because cast form's asleep. Okay. As you see the grass clippings all, all whirling about the place, it's finally ready to unleash those. Thank you. Wow, one was a three, but the other's an 18. Woo! Pearl jumps out of her meteorologist chair just screaming, Yes! Finally! You did it! As the Rotom goes to attack the cast form with Leaf Storm. Or grass clipping storm, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it is leaf storm, but you know. Oh, that's 23 points of grass damage. Thank you. Super well effective. Done. So that is um, 46 points of grass damage is more than enough to uh, take out that cast form. Woo! Pearl takes off her blazer, takes off her head sights, throws it down the mic. I'm taking a coffee break. Thank goodness. Jackson just like has the umbrella open. He's like, you, you just want you just want to come under the umbrella for a second. All right, all right. Got any coffee? Well, hold, hold, come here, come here. Let's 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 get out of the rain for just a second. Let's just go in here into the break room. And he like takes you all into the break room and he shuts the door and think things are less haywire in here. It's just like kind of foggy. But he says, all right. So um, that that was that was rough. That was not great. No. I don't know what's going on with the Rotom. I, I mean, there. Uh, and he just like. As soon as he says he doesn't realize what's going on with the Rotom, he just slow turns to Pierce and he's like, you were so fired after this. Hey, hey, let's not jump to conclusions. Let's give Pierce a second. Like, I mean, yes, he put the banana peel on her feet, but like, Pierce, what's up? What'd you do? Well, well I, so I am. Um, well, like I said, I, I was just trying to see if, if I could, you know, give the, the weather simulation program just a, a boost. Uh-huh. Uh, so I put the I put this Porygon in there. Uh, it was one that I, that I got off the internet, uh, and, and I guess it maybe had some faulty software, and uh, uh, so it's uh, it's kind of just making the whole thing just go a little wonky. Oh, so that's why the Rotom was really struggling. Letty says yes because of his negligence. <laughs> you know, some may call me negligent, but yes. Thank you, Luca, for <laughs> chiming in so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some may call me negligent, but then others may call me a pokeologist. Are you going somewhere with this? And then some may call me a friend. Others may call me a cheerleader. Some may call me a hyped-up, sugared-up ten-year-old. Others may call me a genius. Pierce, you got any Pokemon? Not, not, not on my own. I just, uh, uh, I mean, we, we've got the cast form, but that's about it. Okay, well, if I were you, Bucky, and she gets up to his face real close, I'd be finding a way to help the team real quick, okay? Because have you ever met everybody with mustaches? What? What are you, what are you talking about? Oh, you know what? Yeah, I've, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you're going to find a way to help us. But if you do know what I'm talking about, then we got a real problem, bucko. Make an insight check, I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. 22. 22? It seems as though there's maybe some sort of, like, vague remembrance of, like, someone with a mustache, but not, like, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, yeah, yeah, Pierce. It's really, people will call you whatever you want, but you get to decide. You know what I mean? Uh... Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think. She slurps a big old cup of coffee in the bake room. Or she actually, no, she doesn't slurp it. She just pours the cup of coffee but never breaks eye contact with Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Okay, where to next? Well, I suppose if we've gotten the, the, the outer, you know, the the yard, uh, the lawn, and then the um, uh, entrance taken care of, I guess. Well, it's the, the main lab and simulation chamber and then the control room. Okay, so two places, main lab and simulation center, then the control room. Well, it's like, it's all kind of one, one thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But I guess, uh, well, we'll, we'll go up there and see what there is, I guess. Yeah, anything we should know ahead of time, Pierce? Uh, well, I mean, I, 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 I suppose it's just the main thing to know would be that the weather could be just sort of anything at any given moment. So just, uh, be... Be prepared, I suppose. I this is fascinating. This is really fascinating. So helpful, Pierce. And she busts open the door to wherever we go next to. <laughs> as, as you bust open the door, and Pierce is just sort of lost in himself, just thinking like, "Yeah, these cast form are really powerful in she, this weather." <laughs> she pulls Jackson aside. She goes, and like while we're walking to the next part, she goes, "What's your hiring process? Did you screen him?" Maybe not as well as we should have. And you all carefully make your way out of the break room to head upstairs to the lab and weather simulation chamber to find whatever this Porygon's doing in the control room. But that's where we'll end this episode. Is this decaf? Hey, Daniel here from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. The show you've just been listening to is part of the new and upcoming Podicon Go podcasting network. What is Podicon Go, you ask? We're a group of independent creators that are committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that is clean, fun, and appropriate for all ages. Thank you for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe and show your love for this show with a five-star review. Every time you do, you're helping to support family-friendly content for everyone to enjoy. Postcards from Paula and Chris Campy Jr.